Welcome to Queensway Pentecostal Church, leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope you are blessed and inspired by today's message. Well, good morning, church. Thanks so much for joining me on this Pentecost Sunday. You've just had the chance to look at our uh, special missions opportunity to support uh, Jade and Julius Kenya Menyara in uh, Village of Hope in Mwanza. And I trust that uh, today and in the coming days this week that we'll all do whatever we can to support the work of their ministry. I trust you had a great time of worship as we sang songs together of hope and joy. Uh, this week has been uh, super interesting. Uh, I've uh, had a lot of uh, emotion this week, and I don't know, maybe you have as well for different reasons. Uh, this for me has turned into a painful, uh, a painful week for me, just especially in the last a few days. Today I'm uh, strictly sharing from my heart. I want you to know that these words that I'll share with us today are from my heart. They're uh, something, uh, maybe a heart's cry of mine in these uh, days that we live in. I believe no matter who we are, where we come from, that this message is for everyone. I want you to know that today, that this message is for everyone. Every one of us gets to receive uh, the word of the Lord that we're sharing today. Uh, today I plan to talk about Pentecost, and there's a good reason for that. It's, uh, in case you didn't know, it's Pentecost Sunday today. And uh, it's Pentecost uh, is the time of year in the church, and it's a, an amazing time. I've been looking forward to talking about Holy Spirit coming at Pentecost for many weeks. In fact, I'd circled this date on my calendar all the way at the beginning of the year. Uh, this is one of those Sundays built into our calendar that invites us to celebration. In the church, we have these awesome weeks where we can celebrate the goodness of God and what he's done in our lives. And this time it was about it is about Pentecost, a renewal of God's power and witness upon our lives. That's what uh, this Sunday is about, and I know most of you know that. However, the events in both Canada and the U.S. over the past few days have shaken me so deeply in my spirit. And there's something that's kind of shifting within me. It's brought emotion out of me that has been dormant for some time. One of my key points that I was going to share today, Pentecost Sunday, as we look back, is that, uh, and we, as we look back, excuse me, and celebrate and ask for an outpouring of Holy Spirit, is that Holy Spirit is for everyone. That was one of my main points today. I knew it from the beginning. Holy Spirit is for everyone. God the Father, Jesus the Son, and Holy Spirit is for everyone. You see, God the Father, Jesus the Son, the Holy Spirit uh, are not for anyone, race, or creed. I want you to know that. Uh, God is not about one skin color, one uh, type of person in our world. The Lord Jesus is for everyone. I want you to let that resonate in your spirit today that the Lord Jesus is for everyone. Every skin color God has created. Do you know that all of us, male and female, every uh, nation under on this earth <laughs> was created by God? That's who created us. That's what we believe in the scriptures. Whatever skin color we have, whatever uh, is going on in our lives, you see the truth is, is that we all bleed Red. 
Did you know that? All of our blood is the same color. It doesn't matter what we look like on the outside. The inside is the same. Just like Jesus. Jesus died on the cross to save every single one of us from our, for our sins. Some of us have had, uh, uh, some of us, excuse me, have watched the news this week from the U.S. and thought, well, good thing we live in Canada. Good thing we live in Canada. Well, let me throw this at you today. Really, is it a good thing we live in Canada? Let me explain why. I've often thought to myself that as Canadians, we must be above the racism that is expressed, what seems to be daily in the nation south of our borders. Actually, here's the truth for us as Canadians today. We aren't really that much different. I've actually learned it's arrogant of someone like me to say that we are a lot different. Yes, we're not exactly the same as what happens in the U.S., of course. But the truth is some of the issues still remain for us. A lot of the issues still remain for us. Let me give you some statistics about Canada. In Canada, black people are 20 times more likely to be shot by the police. Did you know that? Black women in Canada are more at risk of having complications at childbirth. Well, why is that? Because their feedback during birth isn't listened to as a birthing mother. Think of, if, if you're a mother, you know the birthing experience. I don't, okay, just so you know. But the truth is, a birthing mother should be allowed to express herself in that time when she's giving birth to her child. Black people are disproportionately affected by poverty and an unstable economy. Black people are more likely to be casualties of COVID-19, the thing we're dealing with in these days. And there's a number of reasons for this. And the truth is, in the uh, matter of statistics, the list goes on. I could give us more statistics this morning. I want to add that based on personal experience, these sorts of stats aren't just for black people. They're reflected in other ethnicities, excuse me, in our country as well. Well, pastor, we live in the north. We, we, uh, we don't deal with these things. Things are different around us here in the north. Let me tell you something. No, they're not. So, uh, sure, depending on municipalities, uh, numbers can go up and down. They can adjust here and there. But the issues still remain. I've been in cars with black people and brown people and Asian people and been followed by the police. And once they've seen me driving the car, they've disappeared. Why? Why, why would that happen? Because I'm white. That's why. Well, Pastor, you're white. Why, why are you talking about this with us? Why are you bringing us into this conversation? Well, here's the truth today. I'm speaking up because I'm tired of this injustice happening to my friends, some of which live in this community or communities like ours here in Espanola and on the North Shore. Black people, for example, have been speaking up for generations about inequalities in their lives. In this time where everyone is supposed to be at home, people are still dying because of problems that go back many, many generations, hundreds of years, and have never been dealt with. Think about this. We're all supposed to be at home right now, yet people are still dying. Pastor, that's, that's in America. That doesn't happen here. 
Well, last month, a black man was shot and killed in Brampton. Why? Well, because he called the police because he needed some help. And that was the result. This week, the authorities in Toronto are investigating the circumstances of a tragic death of a young woman who fell from a balcony in Toronto while police were on site. We'll find out soon what happened in that situation. In our community, the highway, the street I drove on today to come to our church, the highway, the street our church is on, the the one that people drive past to come here is shared by First Nations people in our region that deal with racial discrimination every day. Let me take it a step further. First Nations in our province don't have access to clean drinking water. It's 2020, and people in our province don't have access to clean drinking water. Not necessarily white people, but First Nations people. That's a fact. I'm bringing this up today to call us to stand up for those that are being treated unfairly because of their skin color. When Holy Spirit came and the early uh, and that early church began to rise up, Holy Spirit to, uh, Holy Spirit came to Jerusalem where every nation under heaven had gathered. Think about that. Holy Spirit didn't come to one people group. Holy Spirit came to Uh, begin the church. That's when our moment began. And he came where every nation under heaven had gathered. What that means is that as the beginnings of the church had gathered, as the day of Pentecost arrived, there was every skin color present. That's what that image represents to us. It wasn't just white people. It wasn't just black people. It wasn't just brown people. It was every nation and color was represented. The Bible describes these nations as coming together as a great multitude. Do you know what else the Bible talks about as a great multitude? That there is a great multitude of witnesses in heaven. And what do you think it looks like? It's not based on race or gender or color. It is a great multitude of witnesses. Each one heard Holy Spirit speak through that early church in their own language. Think of gathering all the nations of the world today. And as people celebrated together, that God would speak to every single person in their tongue. Every single one of them. The author of Acts and Luke writes this. Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phryga and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, the visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. You see, church at Pentecost, God showed his power and witness through the Holy Spirit. He showed the nations of the world, all of his children, the mighty works of God in their native tongue. So where do we go from here? I brought up all this stuff. Where do we go from here? Micah 6, 8 says this. He has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. 
The message translation says it this way, but he's already made it plain how to live, what to do, what God is looking for in men and women. It's quite simple. Do what is fair and just to your neighbor. Be compassionate and loyal in your love. And don't take yourself too seriously. Take God seriously. Church, remember, do justice, be kindness, and walk humbly before God. That is our call, our mandate, our mission. Maybe today you're wondering this question. What about Pentecost? Today we're going to close with our hearts and spirits uh, open to allow Holy Spirit to completely fill us from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. We want our hearts and spirits open to the things of God today. Like I mentioned earlier, Holy Spirit is for everyone. On this day, I, I want to shout it from the rooftops. If you drive past the church later today, don't be surprised. If I'm on the roof shouting, Holy Spirit is for everyone. I want every single person in our region to know that Holy Spirit is for everyone. In some Christian traditions, God speaking to us or using us, working through us is seen only as something a minister or priest can have access or do. Let me assure you today that the presence and power of Holy Spirit is for everyone. The presence and power of Holy Spirit is for everyone. Young and old, male or female, black or white, Holy Spirit is for everyone. I was reflecting on Pentecost this week and this phrase came into my spirit as I was preparing. Back to the start. Back to the start. At Pentecost, I'm reminded to go back to the start. What did it look like at Pentecost? Pentecost 2,000 years ago was a birth, the birth, the birth of the early church. Pentecost is often too as uh, the birthing moment of the church when it all began, as I've mentioned. One theologian wrote it this way, just as through the Spirit God and humanity were perfectly united in Christ. So through the same spirit, God was united with his church at Pentecost. Let me read it again. Just as through the spirit, God and humanity were perfectly united in Christ. So through the same spirit, God was united with his church at Pentecost. You see, the spirit descended upon Jesus at his baptism. We see that in the book of Luke chapter 3. Likewise, in its baptism of the Spirit, the church received the Spirit in visible form in Acts 2. What happened on that day? Well, let me throw this word out to you as one of the things that took place that day. There was a spirit of unity in that day. Unity is what we are in great need of today. The message of Christ, the gospel of the Lord Jesus becomes alive and becomes passionate and becomes fiery and becomes a double-edged sword when we begin to come together in unity. That's what happens and that's what Pentecost looked like. 
And unity is what we need today. We so desperately need unity. Well, pastor, that's another country's problems you're talking about. No, it's not. It's a world problem. It's a, it's a, we use the word pandemic because of illness today. Well, pandemic can mean other things besides illness in these days. We need the spirit of unity to come and rise up. I've spoken of unity so many times in our church over the last few years because God's spirit is, is pulling me in that direction. Unity is what we are in great need of today. As we reflect on this Pentecost Sunday 2020, some of will remember it because we are joining together as a church family in front of some kind of screen at home. That's how we're associating on this and, and, and that's how we're together on this Pentecost Sunday. Some will remember this week for other reasons, like the fact that a man by the name of George Floyd died at the hands of those who'd promised to serve and protect him. I want us to be remembered as people who were for unity, people that are believing for unity in these days, knowing and believing that as God has done before, he can again bring people of all cultures together in unity in times like this. That's what the church needs in these days, that Pentecost would be a reminder of the unity that God desires amongst us in these days. Not that sin would run rampant in our world, but that unity would come and heal this land. The unity would come and heal this world in these days. Acts 2 verses 1 to 12 says this. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing, from, hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished saying, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia. Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome. Both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. Verse 12. And all were amazed and all were amazed are you ready to again today be amazed by the power of God in our lives are you ready to be amazed by the power of God in your life today would you say this prayer with me today it's an ancient prayer and it fills us with faith believing that God will pour out his spirit upon us. Holy Spirit will come unify, display God's power and help us bear witness to our God in heaven, to everyone around us in these days. Pray this prayer with me today. Come Holy Spirit. 
come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. today, I want to close in prayer. I want to pray for the people of this world today. We are in great need of a Savior, are we not? I think we can all agree on that. We are in great need of our Savior, the Lord Jesus, today. Let's pray. So God, we pray today. Lord, I pray that the church would be unified in these days. I pray that leaders across our nations would rise up and say enough is enough. It's done. We've had enough of the sin of this world. God, you are calling us to greater things. And God, I know that when we are obedient, break, uh, obedient, that breakthrough follows. So God, would you come today? Would you forgive us? Would you forgive us about thinking negatively and looking down at others that don't look like us? Would you take that sin from our lives? Would you remove it? Would you help us stand up for injustice in our world? Where we see people being treated unfairly, would we rise up? Would we do something? Would we say something? Father, would you heal our land? Even in Canada, would you heal our land today, oh God? Would you heal our land in the North Shore in Espanola? Would you heal our land today? Would you break down divisions and would you bring the spirit of unity to your people today? that our churches would no longer be identified by the types of people that go to them. But God, that our churches would be identified by the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. So Father God, would you come? Would you minister? Would you heal us today? Would you restore us today? Oh God, touch us in these days, we pray. In Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. I trust this Pentecost Sunday that you will continue to pursue the presence and power of Holy Spirit in your life. Continue to let him fill you in these days. Thank you, church, for your great generosity in our Mission Sunday giving towards Village of Hope in Mwanza. I pray a blessing upon each one of your lives. We trust that We'll be able to find each other uh, together again next week as we begin the month of June together. Thanks so much for joining us today. I look forward to next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's message. If you would like more information on who we are, 
visit our website at qpcespanola.com.